Hello everybody, it is Jules. Um, we seem to be hearing each other a lot, but I absolutely love it. This has been so much fun for me. Um, and yeah, welcome to 12 Days of Loyola Podcast. Today, I could choose any topic and I decided to do my favorites from certain categories. So I will list a certain category and then tell you my top however many from said category. Uh, so yeah, let's just get right into it. Um... Okay, starting with books, because I feel like fall and winter is the perfect time to get out of your book slump and get back into the groove of reading, especially over winter break when we don't have a lot of homework. It's the perfect opportunity to just kind of relax and read a couple of books. So yeah, I just actually got out of a book slump that I was kind of in for the entirety of the summer. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, In fourth place is Little Fires Everywhere by Celestienne. And this book is so unbelievably beautifully written. I know I just used a lot of adverbs in one sentence, but this book actually like really deserves it. Um, it's beautifully written. It's so tangible, and I feel like an experience that a lot of people have faced. And the characters are so deeply developed that you feel like you know them in real life. It's amazing. And while it's beautifully written, it also deals with some very heavy topics, um, including racism and misogyny and everything you can imagine. And normally I wouldn't really enjoy those kind of books because I kind of like more lighthearted and fluffy books, um, but I really did in this one because it was also so beautifully written and it just kind of shows you how messed up our world is, Um, but again, in the most beautiful presentation you could ever imagine. Uh, this book is seriously, I can't, my love for it is an understatement. So it's absolutely amazing. This book brought me to tears at the end. And I know that the show was also really good, but the book is even better than you can imagine. Um, this is a close one between third and second place, but I would have to bring criminology and criminal profiling for beginners in third place. Again, it is a very, very close call. Um, After watching all 13 seasons of Criminal Minds over quarantine, which is definitely not my proudest moment, um, I found a passion. I can't say a love for criminology and forensics, but I definitely found a passion for it. I feel like no one should have a love for forensics. Anyways, um, this book is absolutely amazing. I didn't I'm normally not the type to enjoy nonfiction books, but this one is a perfect amount of factual and also like storytelling because it brings real life examples into it. Um, so yeah, this book is by Frank Paul E. He's actually a criminologist himself, and I learned a lot from this book. And I actually read it right before I took a for- forensics class this summer at American University. And I feel like I went into that class with already so much knowledge. So yeah, this book is absolutely great. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I learned so much from it and I never got bored, which is actually surprising. Um, Next in second place is Normal People by Sally Rooney. Uh, I know this was pretty popular on social media for the past few months. And normally I don't read the books that... TikTok suggests to me, but I figured that I'd have to give this one a shot, and oh my god, I am unbelievably grateful that I did. It is so beautifully written. I do have to say, Sally Rooney, she isn't my favorite author, 
but her characters are always so well developed that I have to love her books. I'm not even kidding. This book was beautiful. It brought me to tears. Again, the characters were just so palpable and I could feel everything that they were feeling. It's a pretty quick read. It's not that big and it's pretty like surface level writing. Like it's not very deep. Um, which is kind of the perfect book if you're trying to get out of a reading slump. This is just an easy one to read over a weekend on winter break. So I highly suggest this one, which is why I put it in second place. And first placed is A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. Again, this was a TikTok book, which honestly I'm not too proud of that I actually listened to all of the little eight-year-olds on my For You page. Um, but this book was absolutely remarkable. It's super gripping. It's just the story of a couple of friends. And somehow, every single page of the book, I'm checking right now, all 803 pages of the book were absolutely amazing and had me on the edge of my seat. And I was actually absolutely shattered after this book. Um, it's just an amazing way of describing friendship. And I feel like we all have certain feelings that we simply can't express, but somehow the author managed to do it in the most beautiful way. Um, so yeah, this book is definitely my favorite, and I can't see another book beating it out of my number one spot for quite a while. So I'm going to return to the library and highly suggest that you check it out. <laughs> um, okay, the next category is movies. And I am pretty type A, so I actually have a list of my favorite movies in my notes document, and I add to it every single time I watch a movie that I enjoy. Um, so it's pretty hefty, but I will pick some of my favorites. First, I really enjoy all 1990s movies for some reason, like Dead Poets Society, School Ties, um, Talented Mr. Ripley, and Notting Hill. Those are some of my favorites. Um, except every single Hugh Grant movie would be on this list if I had enough room for it. His movies are just amazing, and I'm not sure if it's him or his actual movies, but they're all so good. Notting Hill is definitely my favorite, though. All of those movies definitely get you into the winter and fall mood, if that's something that you're looking for. Um, Lovely Bones and Black Swan those are a little bit deeper. Um, Lovely Bones is actually a book too. It wasn't on my top four, but it's definitely up there. And then this one's a little bit embarrassing, Coraline. I mean, that is such an amazing movie. It's, I know it's a children's movie, but I enjoy it every single time I watch it. And I always watch it during like fall. Um, yeah, those are some of my favorites. And then I would say that my absolute favorite is Little Women, um, 2019 specifically. It's so good. Definitely gets you in the mood for Christmas. And also, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Amazing. I love Kate Blanchett, and she was absolutely amazing in that movie. Um, and then just a couple of nights ago, I watched Stuck in Love, and that movie actually surprised me. It's pretty short. It's only like an hour and a half, I think. And it's with Lily Collins. I don't remember anyone else's name, but a lot of people that I recognized. And yeah, that, that one was actually really good. So I'd suggest that too. It's also very a Christmas a Christmassy movie. So if you're looking for that. And then another pretty deep one is Marriage Story. I thought Adam Driver, that was one of his best acting jobs. And it was amazing. And also 
pretty like I don't know how to explain it but it was just a very tangible movie and it was amazing um okay now my shows I have you which is pretty good I didn't enjoy season three as much as I enjoyed season one and two I think that season two was my favorite but that show is amazing. I enjoyed every episode of it, and I wish there are more episodes per season. Obviously, next is Criminal Minds. I mean, Criminal Minds is just an amazing show, and I love how it. They, there's a plot, but each episode deals with something different, so you never get bored watching it. Sometimes the stories that like last for more than one episode get a little bit boring, but I mean, it's amazing, and Matthew Gray Goobler is my possibly favorite person ever. And then I also have Little Fires Everywhere on here, if you're sensing a theme. The book was also amazing, and the show was great. I do like the book more, though. And then my number one show is Gilmore Girls. I could watch that show for hours on end. Especially now, this is like the perfect season to watch it. And it's just amazing. I mean, Arwen and I talked about it in a previous episode, and it's probably going to come up again, so be prepared. Okay, And lastly, my songs and musical artists. Recently, I've been on a Phoebe Bridgers kick, and she was my number four artist in my Spotify rap. Um, But my two favorite songs of hers are Garden Song and Savior Complex. Both amazing. Um, Also, Motion Sickness and Kyoto, of course. But I would say Garden Song and Savior Complex are my favorite. And then Lord, Lord's new album was amazing. I mean, she has three albums released now and they all are so different and they all seem to fit her so well. Um, I'm actually excited because I got tickets um, for when she's in New York City, which will be amazing. And my favorite songs, it's hard to pick because I love the whole album, but I would say The Path mood ring and secrets from a girl who's seen it all are my top three songs in no order though because i love them all equally and then i like claro a lot and specifically amoeba is an amazing song of hers and then lovers rock by uh, tv girl is also fantastic um yeah and then i also do enjoy some throwbacks i don't know why but i enjoy like frank sinatra jazz music i actually have a playlist called jazz music to listen to when you're cooking and it is probably my favorite thing this will be an everlasting love by natalie cole i mean how could you not love that song it's literally happiness in a song and then of course rocket man by elton john fantastic song lyrical genius it's insane and vienna by billy joel i know okay there was a lot on there something from like every different category and genre ever but yeah those are probably my favorite songs and yeah that kind of wraps up the episode um this has been really fun a little preview into what my top favorites are i highly recommend everything i said you should definitely watch a show read a book listen to a song over winter break perfect excuse um but yeah happy 12 days of loyola podcast